Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Papers like, what, what am I answering? I have no uh, idea. Right? You don't have any idea. Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, we're doing it again. That's right. We're back at the Riffing Austin podcast. And I'm maxing out my microphone right now. And I have a brand new special guest that's a... You know, someone that's in, in my life more often than a lot of people are uh, as far as, like, consistency, uh, which is pretty embarrassing because I'm not very consistent in this place, which is my core class at the gym. <laughs> um, Rachel, um, last name TBD. Sorry. You're good. You're good. My brain. <laughs> like, that was... The whole time I've been like, let's just not. And the, anyway, no, you're uh, good, you're good. so a uh, couple things. I'm, I'm a rock climber. You are a rock climber. I'm a rock climber. You've been rock climbing a lot longer than me. 15 years. For real? 16 years now, yeah. Good night, nurse. That's so rad. I'm okay. so old. No. <laughs> you can't tell because you like... Easily one of the most intimidating people Aww, at the side. I don't want to be intimidating. <laughs> no, I'm just no. no, but you make it up for it because you're such a freaking dork. I, I, uh, thank you. you know, that, that's a compliment I can take. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's the thing. That's the unassuming thing about um, the people in the climbing world. That it's it's just a bunch of nerds. So so nerdy. It really is. And when, and and like when you find somebody that it's like really intense. Um, it's strange. And right now, I'm the one wearing the, the weight vest freaking people out. So, like, everybody's just, like, it's hard, you know. I, everybody's really nice is all I'm saying. I didn't, you know, that that extra little bit was just a brag to throw out in the world. <laughs> so. No, it's really, it's really hardcore. Like, you have come so far since I met you and you're climbing. Oh, my gosh, yeah, yes. Like, absolute killer beast over here, man. Dude, yeah, and that's one of the things that I, well, I wanted to have you on specifically because, like, I mean, I I don't really tell a lot of people if unless they are they ask, you know, like what's going on, you know, and uh, and I'm like since I started climbing, I've lost like seventy pounds. Oh goodness! And like a uh, it'll be two years in January, and um, and like I mean, I cannot thank you enough. For being a person that's there and and mo- just so motivational um, and and just and reasonable, <laughs> um, but still like in uh, able to show people just to the extent of what you can do by just showing up, yeah, and consistency, be, right, yes. being willing to do the thing. And I never ever had any um, any consistency really as like coming from my own self as. Like before climbing, uh, it was just drinking was the thing that I was really good at, and like I, I made it fine. Um, for there's a lot of people more way worse off than me, uh, you know, as far as like how bad things can be before they get freaking rad. I don't know. That's why I like to give people the tour because it's just as unbelievable for me as I'm like, we're like, this is really rad. And I'm like, I don't know, right? <laughs> you, you know, anybody can like, you, you have permission to do like really cool things and like what, whatever you like, you don't have to think around and, and assume like, well, give yourself reasons to not do stuff. you like, and so like the, the podcast is just kind of birthed out of that, this, these concepts of one, the holes in the boat reveal themselves, right? Right. That's a big, you know, and then dumber people have done more with less. That, okay, yeah. Right, and All so right. it's, it kind of is, I don't even want to call it motivating. I just want to call it just like, it's real stuff. You can be motivated or not be motivated. Um, a couple of things, uh, I'm just going to go off and say anybody, this is a show for people above the age of 30, all right. This is oh. this is just what I advertise it so as. Old. Right, right. And and but if you're on it, we have people that are younger on the show, but but I just say 
I don't care about it. <laughs> you know, like if you're on the show, you get that that's a, a special pass. But uh, if if you're like thirty or uh, twenty nine and below, shut this off. I mean, <laughs> it's not for you. Yeah, you probably you got to learn a lot of your own things yeah. in real time. And then then when you're like, hey, I'm confused about that, then talk to me. Right. This is more of like battle scars and like what else can you do with your life? You know, after it turns out, okay, I thought my life was going one way. And so like it's really upside down. It's it's great that you're you're uh, I mean, great is a strong anyway. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So, um, yeah. So just having you and and James around and just the, the reckless positivity Re- oh, well, I know. like that. That <laughs> like, should be a tattoo. Uh, okay. Oh, I love well, it. Reckless positivity. Okay, I'm yeah. stealing that. All right. well, I got the, the notebook down here because it's that is one of those. Uh, oh, I uh, love yeah. that. Um, rec- reckless positivity. Yeah. All right. I'm just going on the tattoo list. That, I've, got I mean, a, that, I've got a list that, that I need to take to my artist. Well, I mean, that or down the line, books. I think you, you you could write, be writing your own books about whatever stories and stuff because you have a well okay you were on the six hour suffering yeah competition thing yeah. right that that was super rad you climbed at the what level elite elite look at <laughs> well, it's, uh, James, what does that even mean James and I sent uh, Johnny Piano Fingers last year that's a thirteen a uh, finger crack in the silos. Uh, in the back in the slab room, oh. and that was that was my very first thirteen. Um, but uh, you know that's uh, so okay. There's yeah. people out there that don't that because I I live multifaceted life. <laughs> all right, there's a lot a lot going on. All right, so there's people that are listening from different places in the world. So when you say the five thirteen, I have to like explain to everybody that's like, oh yeah, it's impossible ninja shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's really the first step into world class climbing uh, anymore. So like twenty years ago, five eleven was considered like you know absolute expert level. Insane. Shut up, really? But um, you know, like as the sport has progressed and people have gotten stronger and just built on their predecessors. Um, more than, you know, the, the sport has progressed and it's, everything has gotten smaller and harder and, you know, more difficult. So gear's gotten cooler. Gear, gear's gotten a lot cooler. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, now five, you know, the hardest route in the world is five fifteen B or C. Where's that at? Uh, every, everywhere. <laughs> like you got, you got names like Adam Andra and Alex Magos, uh, you know, and, um, uh, Jakob Schubert putting up these like ridiculous lines that uh, nobody else has any business being anywhere near. Um, <laughs> like, I know what that, okay, yeah. I got no business being right here doing this thing right here. <laughs> but uh, I'm just, I'm just learning about like crack climbing and, and just finally getting into, you know, some harder stuff that, you know, it spent years building a base and, Really enjoying actually seeing what my body can do now. Right. Okay. So that brings us to this book over here that you let me borrow. I uh, scrap climbing. Um, and yeah, because um, well, just another little bit of uh, just thing to drop out. Like, got great feedback from you coming to the homeschool day thing. People were like, "That was a really great idea." I don't know what all went down up there, but they were like, "Smart." They told me it was smart. Uh, have that, that. There were so many people that dropped so, by and were like, so, what is all this stuff? <laughs> that was awesome. That yeah. was the thing. So essentially we had a, the event at homeschool day, and I just hollered at Rachel. I was like, do you want to come do this thing? She come do this thing. You brought the gear. It was, yeah. And then, all right, so we got this crack climbing book. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just got into so doing this crack climbing thing for people out there. Crack climbing is the worst. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts so much. It is, it's, it is a, um, it's it's nothing but technique and, um, pain, and tolerance. pain tolerance. <laughs> it's so brutal. But it, it that that's the stuff that's on that li- the list of things in my head of like that those impossible things. Uh, I remember being a little fat kid and then seeing people do stuff and me being like winded tying my shoes and then be like, all right, that's just not going to be for me, you know? And then now being in a place where like, 
Now well, you put on a 40-pound vest and now, run up 80-foot <laughs> walls. We like, freaking it's nothing. get it. Like, dude, you're crushing it, stuff. It's not nothing. No, don't say that because it <laughs> no. is definitely something. <laughs> no. It's like, cause that, like when you talk about that no business, you, know, you got, you know, like I got no business being up here doing this stuff. And then, um, then it's like it becomes a joke. Like it really, like doing this, like, like these crazy, you know, putting on an extra 40 pound weight vest to go climb 510. And then, like, like I did that today on site. Dude, uh, nuts. In the back room, they put a new one up. The new auto, the green auto? Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a green yeah. label. Uh, I think orange holds yeah, um, back by sure, the bathroom. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Killer, and, man. <laughs> it was, it's a 50 foot tall row with 40 pounds. Yeah. It, yeah. And so what happens in that, it, it goes from this joke to like, what, what are you doing? And then it's not funny anymore all of a sudden. Because oh. like, oh, I'm exhausted. And then I got to go and uh, I turn on this narrative of like, you're in this horrible situation right and you're gotta get your way up this and you gotta carry this extra gear to get to the people you know it turns into like a you know like a survivalist situation in my head when i'm up there on on the so the extra 40 it like becomes like it sucks more but the 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 movie or slash cartoon playing in my head is much more intense you know so like there's an extra level of this you know and then get down, take it off and see if you can sprint up the dang thing yeah. again. And yeah. You know, and then other people are looking at you like, you're a monster. You're a, you're a monster. <laughs> this guy's a bad guy. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't think anybody would look at you no. and say you're no, a bad guy. No, 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 no. But that's like it. Try it. People out there don't do it. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So let's your hair. Let's talk about that. Dreadlocks. You got the raddest dreadlocks. That's another one of these things that, like, you show up to a climbing gym your first try- time out there. You're like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> she looks rad. <laughs> this whole thing is rad. I need oh, to go home. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, how many you got up there? I have 31 dreads. 31 dreads. And how long have those been on the noggin? Um, so this set I put in. Oh, set. Yeah, so this is actually my fifth set of dreads. Um <laughs> Nice. So yeah, it's it's and uh, they're not coming out again. When they come out, they're out for good. So you know they're going to be around for a while. Right. Oh. Um, I put these in when my son was six months old. So I've had them for about seven and a half years now. Seven and a half. That's about so eight, almost eight years. It's just always a cool thing to, you know, it's just a rad. I tried to have dreadlocks when I was nineteen for about um, came up on a year. It was that's, like that's like the really nappy stage. Yeah, like it's, there's, there's, <laughs> a, there's a the progression of dreadlock maturity, and okay. like right at a year, this when they look the absolute worst. But like then they're gonna start turning the corner and looking really good after that. Okay, well it's too late now. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm, just I'd have I think I think that the situation you could do your, could do your beard. I, I've thought about that. <laughs> that's that sounds painful, and I'll get caught Try, on things. See if you like it. Do some Nordic braids. I, I I've done that before. Yeah, yeah I, I, that I'll, sounds really cool. I'll pull some pictures out, but I've I've got the the beard that went down to the like. Oh yeah, man! Almost to the nipples. I think <laughs> I think it went nipple. Level. I don't know. My body was different shape back then, so you know it's, it's hard to, hard to gauge. Um, but anyway, so uh, but yeah. So when I was nineteen, I tried to do the dreadlock thing, and I had a friend send me uh, the dreadlock gear. For, like I was in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. It is a kind of a weirdo Bible college thing. Uh, it's a very long story. Hey, I went we to a d- Christian college too. No judgment, man. All right, sweet. Right on. Well, it, it was more than that. Anyway, <laughs> um, so they sent me the gear, all right, and it was in this package, and it had wax and a comb. And some rubber and, bands. And rubber bands and then like a shampoo. Yeah. So did you get this from Dreadhead HQ? I think that that's yeah. where they sent yeah, it. Yeah, that's where that's who I used to first put my Okay, hair. all right. I mean, they do such a great job with Caucasian hair. All right yeah. on. So that it, that's what I was Good noticing idea. about. I was like, all right, so like uh, you got to get this right. Um, um, yeah, so it, it, it you were right. It did start looking really, really bad. Uh, and that, the very just whew, all Just that. everywhere. And they poof up, and then they just kind different of Different sizes. Different ways, <laughs> and some could, of them turn into, like, beaver tail flat. And, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've got one of those back here that needs some work, but yeah. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that, it's just a cool thing. Um, and then when I got home, uh, 
my dad looked at me, and my dad's a great man, okay? Mm -hmm. And my dad said a couple of hilarious things that shook me pretty good. One of them being, uh, well, he just pretty much laid it out like this. Uh, so, Austin, I'm I'm pretty sure you're not in a band right now. <laughs> and I am uh, really hope you don't sell drugs right now. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> and he goes, now, some people out there might assume Based on how you carry yourself <laughs> and your hair. Well, what's wrong with being in a band? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. He goes, let me finish. Okay, he okay. goes, they're going to assume one or two of those things. Now, because you're not one of those two things, I don't want you to be living a lie. <laughs> 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 so, either start a band, <laughs> like, you know, like that, start or start drugs. selling drugs, or cut your hair off. <laughs> Well, he it, he didn't say it like on that, yeah. but that was like, it was just funny. He was like, <laughs> he just implied it. And my dad always like Andy Griffith style implied yeah. things like that. And uh, and I took some uh, office scissors into the bathroom Aww. and uh, lobbed them off and gave Aww. myself a uh, no 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 very um, well progressive looking Ellen DeGeneres haircut. <laughs> Oh, hey, yeah, nice. Yeah, I did a pretty solid job. And then I come out of that, and my dad went, whoa, I was kind of joking. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. So that, that was the end of those. But, I sh I mean, my hair was falling out already. It was, it was meant to be. I think I could probably get three dreads off my head. Yeah. Like today. Of the, um, I, was, yeah. I, put, I put a set of dreads in for a guy that had really thin hair once. And, like, so we put took a giant, like, swath of hair at the base of his of his head and, you know, backcombed it right. and backcombed it. And it was, his hair was so thin that it ended up looking like a giant turd. Oh, no. Back of his head. So we did one, and he was like, he looked at it, he was like, nope, and spent an hour just combing that one oh, out. Oh, no. <laughs> so just I'm, a turd coming out the back of your head. I'm so glad that it went that way. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Shout out. Great great try out there. So um, you're about to go and do this. Uh, we, we did the six-hour suffering, which was I, – I don't know if I really got to talk about it all that much uh, – on any other podcast since, because I think I've been saving information, you know. Uh, but essentially it was a six-hour um, endurance climb. Yeah, right? you do as much as you can in six hours. Yeah. How, how, tell me something about your, your experience with that. You and James, you know, you guys always are super positive throughout the thing. How, how did your uh, – how, how did you get through that? Because my feet – I got all jacked up. We were well. Um, we were honestly treating it as um, our hyper comp for Horseshoe Hell. Um, so oh, what? We, had, we had to. <laughs> oh yeah, I noticed you got one of them jeeps with all them braggy <laughs> stickers all over it. That's, You're that's just my, like, that's my boy. Just that, that's incredible. All this stick. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> so many stickers. Yeah, I got a picture. Of it. I'm gonna put the, one of those pictures up. Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. I'll mark out your uh, got, your license plate. I've got <laughs> a, I've got at least 400 stickers on my jeep right now. Um, and I've got a few more ready to go on. I put them on every fall and, and uh, spring, you know, when the temperatures are just right. But yeah. does that make them stay on better? It, it does. It helps. Years? It helps. I had no idea about. It. Okay, yeah, so, so you know, ideal time to put the to put stickers on is somewhere between uh, seventy and eighty degrees um, and low humidity, and then you, like you clean the area really well, and it'll stick better for a few years. Does that work the same for if you're trying to tape a window up? Uh, that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Just fix a window. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We're at. Um, so. But, yeah, we went back the, the next day um, or tried to. Um, I ended up having to do uh, most of my training in my garage. Um, but so for hypercomp for Horseshoe Hell, we do um, two miles um, over two miles. Two miles. <laughs> just do two. Just two. Just two miles. We'll just do two miles. But it's super sub-maximal climbing. Like, we don't get on anything harder than, like, a 5'9". Oh. Um, we did for the six-hour so events um, just because we were trying to go for a little bit, go for points. So we did some of the Orange Routes 11 CDs. Um, but by <laughs> and large, we're just going for, like, we were going for mileage. Like, how many feet can we do? Because we've got two miles to do this weekend. So, you know, yeah, what does that six feel hours like? today. Um, yeah. Kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have to assume. But you're you're putting your body kind of into a state of shock. And so, like, it breaks down. And, like, if, if you've got uh, a line across a page and you start at, like, your baseline 
and then you do uh, a hypercompensation push, like your body's going to be like, oh shit, what just happened? And like your fitness level drops way down while your body is repairing itself. And then it hypercompensates and goes over. And the goal of the hypercompensation day is to, um, you know, make that bubble peak um, be the day that you start your real event. So like you're starting it as strong as possible with as much endurance as uh, like your body's like ready to roll and rock. Right. Okay. And so, like the, that, it, we should be peaking on Thursday morning for the twelve-hour event of Hell to Start. Okay, and then, yeah. Did 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 you get the the numbers? Did you, did you get it all? We did. Or? We did. I did most. I did most of mine in my garage, and my um, maxi climber is just basically like a vertical stair stepper. Sure. Um, <laughs> but um, James went to the went to the silos and ran about eight thousand laps on the autos um, and got his up. that way. Um, but like he got his, uh, himself a wrist injury, and so now I'm like, you know, having to make sure he, he's uh, not broken completely. Oh for no! The event, yeah. Okay, so the horseshoe hell thing. This is not just your run of the mill climb thing. You gotta like know people. Like you gotta like <laughs> you gotta like. What is it? A raffle? Is there it's a, a raffle? It's a lottery to get in. Um, but once you're in to the event, um, you have the opportunity to pre-qualify if you get a certain number of routes or a certain number of points. Um, and both par- both partners in the team have to satisfy one of the requirements um, in order for you to get, like, you can't just, one person, you know, can't climb 100 routes and then, oh, okay, I'm in next year. Like, both of you have to get it. Yeah, that, yeah because it sounds freaking dangerous. It <laughs> like, is. <laughs> there's, in the rule book, there's a, there's a thing that says, if you find yourself at 2 a.m. at a set of anchors and you don't know how you got there, take a nap. You know? <laughs> so. That's, Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Um, so, right. So you're you're in this level of climbing that, and no, this isn't your first go of it. You on the back of your calf, you have a series of tattoos with like numbers on them. What do those numbers add up to? Um, oh goodness, I I don't. I'd have to do the math real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. You weren't ready for that <laughs> I one. Wasn't. Yeah. So that's for you guys out there who are like how 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 gnarly is she? And you're like. Uh, no, yeah. I'm just stupid. I haven't learned my lesson yet. <laughs> so, I mean, a normal seven, person would be like, do this okay, all right, once and be all like, right, not ever all right. again. Tell, tell, tell me. Let's, let's do it right here. Right, what are so the numbers? I've got, I've got a 2-4. Two, 2-4. Four. Two, four. Let's see. I've it's got to look, look at my calf here. That's right. Uh, Nobody's ever asked you this. How I've many, got, th- how many 36s? Three, three 36s. 36, 36, 36. And now I have a weird one because it was COVID, and there's a 24 days. Sure. Yeah, it's a 24 days not at Horseshoe Hell where we had 20, um, 30 separate tasks that you had to do over a 24-day span um, and send in pictures to the group. Easy and stuff, so I'm it sure. Was fun. No, I mean, you had to climb a 13er and you had to do 100 laps on something and you had to do uh, like a 30-mile <laughs> bike ride and, you know, run and, you know, sit-ups every day, get a tattoo. Like some of them are fun. <laughs> wear, wear a costume in public. So, like, we took that a step farther and we're like, we're going to wear our Spider-Man suits for absolutely every single one of these. That's right. Uh, but then I've got another 36 here after that, and I've got um, – th- there will be another one this year. All right. Um, th- that's so nuts. So four 36s and two 24s. Four, four 36s? Yeah. So I already screwed it all up. My bad. Um. Thirty-six <laughs> times four. I should know this, but I'm gonna do it right here. So I'm really uh, pressing for the forty-eight. Do, do the thing. Just yeah, do, the, got, no, do the numbers on there. right here. The, this is just more proof of concept on the fact that you you know what you're doing so out there. One hundred ninety-two hours in competition at Hell. Yeah, yeah, and it's not it's not fun. It, like, it's a, <laughs> no, it's a blast. Well, of it's course, it's a is. giant suffer fest. Right. Okay. So that's that's the hone in on the concept there. That's the new thing. That I've been uh, doing on purpose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like well, like when when I stopped drinking, I started climbing. Um, I and then I heard about this David Goggins character. I don't know if you're familiar with who David Goggins is. Um, the name sounds familiar. Awesome. See, that's so cool too, because that means <laughs> that you're not just a part of this wave of like endurance. MFers out there, um, you're a real one. Okay, so oh, dear. <laughs> so so um, well, isn't isn't he the guy that um, uh, like he's a, he's a uh, ex ex marine or um, you've seen some of the TikToks? And, like, he just, yeah, he just he just goes right. So he's run ultra marathons yeah. and he, he does it, and then he's, he's got his like pump up the jam type of stuff going. Did, is that me? Or 
That's my uh, that's my crack climbing theme song. Pump up bump, the jam. Bu- except that it's a bump up the jam. Oh, is that the act? <laughs> oh, is that the actual lyrics? No. Oh, okay. No, I, was I, like, cha- I changed it for lie. I changed it for my for my crack climbing. <laughs> That's some magic. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting the jingle. <laughs> you threw me for a loop. Right. So, um, yeah. So I, this is just further showing people out there uh, that like you you're really getting out there and you've been doing it for you know it's not just a fad. Like you no no. She's going to find the pain, it's, right? You know, it's um, it's been an interesting journey with that find the pain actually. Um, so it definitely started out with like a um, <clears throat> what um, what can I do? What are the limits of my body? And you know, trying to find that. But it also has turned into it has morphed into I hurt inside, and I need to make the outside hurt as much as the inside hurts, so I can cope with it. Whoa! And that that is actually my foray into crack climbing was the I hurt so much and cutting is is known unacceptable. Down on yeah, in society, cutting's but, unacceptable. But, but you know, if I destroy my skin via crack climbing, then I have this cool accomplishment to Absolutely. show. Absolutely. But you know, then I've kind of found a freedom in it and um, and you know, joy in movement. And so you know, now my endurance fests have morphed back into that joy of movement and the seeing what I can do. So like there was a dark period in my life where I definitely used these hyper endurance events to just cover up the pain. And it's it I'm re enjoying moving again. Wow. Yeah, I didn't I I mean I fully agree and understand because in in the um the process of quitting drinking and then you like you gotta go like I went through like the twelve step program Mm -hmm. And in that, you got to dig up some garbage yeah. and like and Nobody work work through unscathed, you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> and and in digging up the garbage, you kind of just realize that it is what it is in a lot of cases. But you got to work on things. You got to work through things. And then like the, one of his for that, they're just the two mega bummers in, in the step process that are so important. Was like finding out the resentments that you harbor. Oh, there's a lot yeah. dealing with <laughs> dealing with those, yes. and then going through the list of the things that you could have caused resentments in other people, and then making amends on those. Yeah, and that oh man, when the clarity hits on stuff, and you like like for me personally, whenever I like had these things going on, a lot of stuff that I didn't know that I did wrong until it popped back up, and then like. Other people have already forgiven me and moved on with their lives, but I still have this thing in my heart, you know. And yeah. and so, like, to go out there and just just in the the action of of seeing if you can, you know, make that amends. And it's like it sucks so bad. Um, but in that process of struggling and dealing with the fact that I had to go and do these things, and you know, being able to fight with myself on a wall is like the yeah. most i don't know c- cohesive to the brain and soul right like the, these inner yeah. battles oh yeah and it's the there is freedom in that movement and in the puzzle and in the yes. fight yeah yeah and it gets quiet it does like it's, the brain shuts <laughs> the hell up yeah. and you can you can actually think and that the that's where like the the really secret that I've found it in this pushing it to the next level of like doing the push-ups in in this inside like other it it really becomes like can we get to that that mode of panic <laughs> right faster because when you're in that mode of panic on the wall it's 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 do all all or nothing you know there's one thing that you can't bullshit the wall no you yeah. know you can it, it's honesty across the way. I mean, the wall doesn't care what kind of day you had. Exactly. You know? Sounds like a Nike commercial. <laughs> right? Yeah. And and so those I have a list of all of these things of like, because I was trying to come up with reasons of, you know, my body hurts. Uh, I don't want to go do all that. No, actually, I want to do this all the time. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> it's like you're going to suffer, yeah. but you're going to be happy about it. Right. And then people are like, how do you, you know, I, I could never do that. You know, well, you and, really could. And I'm like, I could, I, no, no, no. no you I really could, could never do that, but yeah. I proved us all wrong. You right. know, like, yeah, like, like the, the things and 
like in in the six hour suffering competition that we that we just finished, I was surprised that my toes were were the thing that killed me. Yeah, but well, I mean, like any body part, you need to build a, systematically build up the endurance for those. It, I mean, one of my first horseshoe hells, I broke both of my big toes. Shut up! You know, Jesus, oh my god! <laughs> like, it was a, it's actually a really <laughs> funny story. Just... So, like, I'm I, it's about three a.m. and uh, I, you know, my I've got stress fractures in both of my big toes, and um, so just kind of existing on uh, pain medicine and and willpower. And drop down from a route. James lowers me. I touch my feet down to the ground, kind of hobble how, over. How long were you in? in? Uh, this was 3 a.m., so I was about, so after the 12-hour event, and then, you know, it started at 10 a.m., so I had about seven hours left of, Is this of in, inside or the oh, whole it's time? A, it's or outside. Out, it's all it's outside. outside. So you're yeah. outside. <laughs> you're <laughs> so, okay. Let toes. me just dial <laughs> this back a lot. Oh, no. Bad. No, you don't dial it back. No, we had goals to hit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was talking about the story, to oh, slow okay. down the story. So um, My bad. My you're bad. you're out. Outside, I'm outside climbing. You got two broken toes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's three a.m. Looking so, at James, old sparkly face. Jay, like he's so he does, he has sparkly face. Yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, that uh, drop down onto the ground, and uh, the Ebbs Web and Zeb happen to be walking by right as I touch down. They're like, "Hey, look! It's it's embrace the suck." And James is like, "It's the Ebbs." And I'm like, I hold up a finger and walk to the other side of the trail and just like puke <laughs> just just pain puke just like i i i'm in too much pain just hang on just like blah, blah, blah. come back it's going great guys yeah. how are y'all you know I, are you crushing i am so happy i'm gonna be that much lighter on the next right? climb <laughs> like, a, i'm getting down to send weight <laughs> yeah. it's so bad yeah uh yeah i remember because i i trained with that vest the week before um, yeah. uh and and just just to see like how brutal this is like <laughs> bought it the week before i was like okay no that's awesome if this man. is terrible then, <laughs> then it's not going to be as terrible and sh- sure enough i as far as like the endurance side of things i could have kept going yeah but you like, were crushing you looked but, like so comfortable on the wall but you were doing the little tippy toe thing oh, you know, like on the side of the feet oh yeah and then it was like i had to i quit like probably about the well, the first real break I took was like ten minutes. Other than the drive, I mean, but even then it was like <laughs> tooth gritty, like teeth gritty. I didn't take my shoes off the whole Ooh, oh, whole ride. Oh, so no, take the shoes off. I don't breathe. I know. I You're should. Like, I know now. But yeah, I know now. Yeah, but then also like you know, I, I, I'm so exhausted to put them back on. <laughs> like the whole process just seemed like it seems like that's gonna kill some time. You know. Yeah. Anyway, I. Had no idea traffic to Norman was going to be that bad. Yeah. Well, they um, had a game going on, right? Yeah, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stupid jerks <laughs> no. ruining my day. No, <laughs> great job, OU. Oh, did they win? I don't know. Who was playing? I don't know. I don't know either. My big toe versus my other big toe. <laughs> <laughs> that was the fight. Uh, but, yeah, then the, the cool-down yoga class was just a godsend. And then yeah. they were like, you will have ten more minutes after this if and you're you like, to... I don't care. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, that man, that was such a good. And you put on the exercise class at the beginning of the day. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It's I a did... nice little warm up for everybody. Yeah, that was yeah, and then competed. Right? Yeah. So do you get point? Did you get points for doing the class? Yes, just as if I attended. Okay, yeah. so, th- so that that's rad. Um, man. Okay, so. I lost my train of thought because yeah. I got all into thinking about. <laughs> my bad. Oh no, no, it's just like that's what we do. Uh, Tangent train. So yeah, when is the so this next brutal embrace the suck right? Um, yeah. Okay, so there's that's our that's our team name. Ooh, yes, yeah. your team name embrace the suck. The other uh, aspects of climbing. Um, I w- there was a, a a guy who gave a uh, like kind of a talk lecture, if you will, uh, called John Vervanke. And he was, it was talking about, um, the, um, man, something about the meaning, something, but he, this one particular talk was about the flow state. Yes. Okay. That is, that is a fun place to be, um, whenever it strikes you. Right. And so the, the flow state (laughs) is just some, uh, one thing I never really experienced didn't know that it it was what I was doing in art stuff, mm-hmm. you know, with the ADHD brain. 
I thought it was like a problem. Like it was part of like, okay, you can't be sitting in this too long because you got to get stuff done, you know. Uh, uh, and then, but then feeling that same experience in in climbing when you're like, no, 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 this is what all the coaches are yeah. trying to get everybody to do. Be present, fully present in the moment. Lose yourself in the movement. Everything is happening in real time, perfectly. Yeah, it was, and so the the climbing is the because of the puzzle aspect of it, right? What he was talking about was how, like, um, the two things that that trigger flow state better than just about anything for, I think it might have been just for males at the moment. It could be just for anybody. I just recall him mainly talking about dudes. But it was um, climbing and video games. So it's probably everybody. Because, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's it's probably everybody. Um, but yeah, and so it's like really fascinating that like, cause I don't have that pull to play video games all the time. Uh, like some people that, that they can play for, I can't do that, but I know that like if I did, that would be the only thing I'm doing, mm-hmm. right? Because I can get into that thing and I've played some video games, yeah. but it's, it's kind of like, uh, I'd play with my brothers, right? Um, if, if they were like that, that's the thing. But even then it's coming, it's coming from a bonding point, but, uh, yeah, what what are uh, your experiences in flow state? What what did you have anything to tack onto that? I just ran ramble sometimes. It's called riffing Austin. Yeah. <laughs> they're not all good. They're not all not good. Not all the riffs. They're not all yeah. good. Yeah, flow state is um, uh, really. I mean, I, it has only really affected me a couple times, um, but uh, they they tend to be my. Um, biggest accomplishments like just like practicing like when i when we did johnny piano fingers there was which know, that by the way that's a, a climb that's a that, route yeah that's, that's a, a route and it is just a just brutal it is it's in the, it's the one in the crack room yeah it's uh, the one in the silos the silo uh, sorry the the slab room slab room if you if you look you know, walk into the room and look just straight at the wall in front of you just just the really shallow tiny lie cracks that go to the ceiling <sighs> Lie-backy cracks. And it's, it's called Johnny Piano Fingers because right at the top there is a hold that you have to reach for with your left hand and then get your right hand on it, and it's too small for both of your hands, so you have to do what's called a piano finger switch, which is moving one finger at a time. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That sounds really... Like, like yeah. you lift up your pointer finger and put your pinky there over your other hand and then <laughs> in the middle and then, like, switch over and hope that you don't fall off the wall when you do that. Yeah, okay, so that that brings me to the, the realization in climbing that, like, it really is, if you can get there, like, it doesn't matter how bad it hurts, like, because, like, I know for a fact I've been in some situations where I feel like I've made up a move to get through a thing. Oh, no, anything goes. <laughs> That's the best thing about crack climbing. You're like, I don't know what fits here. Can I use my head and a hand stack? Like, yes, I can. Super duper can. <laughs> Let's um, go. Yeah, it, yeah. Climb oh. with your face. Man, yeah, that, huh. I've smacked my head in a plenty because <laughs> I'll get like all hyped up about doing a thing and then uh, only see the holes that are on my route. Yeah. And then they'll have the, the two routes crossing over. And I've straight up jumped into <laughs> just an invisible giant jug that was like from another. Uh, like, I, I don't know how I didn't see that. Right. Like, it's right there. Uh, but, uh, so another fun thing that you're into now we're, we've crossed over the ha- halfway mark. Right, so oh, I thought we'd been here for like ten minutes. Ah, you're so <laughs> sweet. Um, well, good. Okay, we're done here. No, okay, um, well, no I'm out. you, you're also. Uh, we talk about nerdy things, right? And uh, slightly nerdy about just about everything. So, um, y- we have a, a a contact like a similar friend that says it's your sister, like Jenny. Jenny Jones. Yes. Yeah, that's my sister. Okay, so I know her through the Science Museum. Yeah. That yeah. was a whole separate thing. And so I was doing some, like, Facebook stalking type of stuff. I was like, right. oh, just in case yeah. we can, can't talk together about stuff, which, eh, look at that, we're fine. Um, and I was, like, looking through, like, you know, your de- and it's just like, I was like, hold on. And then mutual friends there. So, like, having uh-huh. my worlds collide like that where they were definitely two separate things. Yeah. My work life. And I would like leave work after certain stress things to go. go, Oh yeah, Yeah. and then turn on beast mode, and then like you know listen to 
Just I wonder what that's like because, like, my work is the gym. So yeah, <laughs> um, maybe organizing different colors of paper would be a thing. For you. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think that's what like. <laughs> I just figure go the opposite direction. Um, I was working in a shipping department, and there's a lot of uh, sometimes there's just issues and uh, people not. Anytime there's a lack of communication. And then you sort of think, it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and so especially when people are asking me to deliver things from A to B, and then there's all this other, you know, things in between. And, and then you, like, looks like it's my fault when it's just circumstances. And right. Logistics. Time to get on the wall. And so I get, get freak after it. Right. And, uh, and then leave the gym after, you know, a little while, just a different human. Just... Like, you get the rage out, yeah. get the emotions out, and you are better able to. Because I mean, you spend all that time pouring into yourself, even though it's physically exhausting. It's mentally and emotionally refreshing, and so now you have you've spent all this time in self care. Now you've got time and energy and resources that you can pour into the other people around you that you love. That's exactly right. Yeah, it was. It, I felt it where um, my body. Uh, it just balanced. Yeah. Like if it really feels like a, a definite balance. Um, and another thing, like when you when you don't work through that emotion, you're living in that yeah. a lot, and you have multiple days of having jam packed. You know, whether it's garbage food, you know, that makes you feel bad, or just situations that make you feel bad, back to back to back, and don't have that time to, you know, release. The, the demons, you know, the <laughs> like that's literally yes. like sometimes what it feels like. Yeah. But, and then like, yeah, you know, like I'm doing some psycho stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the demons coming yeah, time out. To, time to go climb. Yeah. Uh, it is. No, well, that's yeah. the climbing is the, the climbing psycho is stuff. The stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I'm doing some real crazy stuff over here. Um, uh, but yeah, it, I think that it definitely helped me with my writing also. Yeah. Um, because coming from a place of less insecure, mm-hmm. um, insecurities the being able to write something honestly being able to see stuff from other people's point of view whenever you're just completely worked out you know like you don't have that you know there's no more there's no more energy to have the angst you can just write with more vulnerability that's very yeah that's very true and laugh there's a lot more laughing going on indeed yes it's it's such a wild counterintuitive thing that it makes sense I mean and taking whips, holy cow! Oh, that's what fun stuff. what a yes. life! Ch- what's the biggest whip you ever took? Um, Out there, on, a whip purpose, is a fall, is a big fall, or accidental. Let's talk about both of them. Let's we got the both. time. Um, well, now I got to think. Um, so, um, I had a, I, I've had a, I've had a piece blow on me, and so like it should have been like a ten foot fall, and you had a piece blow. I had a, I had a, a trad piece pop out a trad piece so, yeah so trying and and this probably scarred me for life but what's a trad what's a trad so, piece because here's the thing yeah nobody um, knows i got you <laughs> my, my buddy billy he explained it in this way that uh because he's a, an ex crackhead mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about and we're talking about storytelling and he and doing comedy and just getting the point he said man all my life with my stories i've been holding up onto the crack pipe myself and so when I'm telling it, I gotta let other people know what their life's like. <laughs> so I've been telling, learning how to tell my stories by like passing the proverbial crack pipe. You know, you gotta get yourself up, but you also gotta get other people how your story to. Like Billy, you're a genius. <laughs> That's, a That's insane. <laughs> That's crazy. So, so we, as we paint the picture, get the the sure. yeah. So a piece of trad. So um, traditional climbing is uh, you've got sport routes where there's bolts drilled into the wall and you clip um the rope to to those and you know you don't have to search for places to to protect yourself while you're climbing uh traditional climbing you take little pieces of metal um up with you um cams uh, which are spring loaded um or nuts and hexes um things that you can put into cracks in the rock and then clip your rope to them Right, so, so so the the cam are those ones that look like they butterfly and yes. stuff. Yeah, those and, are the spring loaded. Yeah, yeah. so that it it has like a um, mechanism that kind of f- feels a little bit like a, a plunger for a needle. Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> like, it's but a it's a little thumb press. Yeah. Really aggressive, springy type mm-hmm. of like wink. Um, uh, 
and then it opens up. Does it open when you push it, or is it? It closes it when you push closes it. when you yeah. push it. So, and then whenever you let go, it opens it back up and expands yeah. the thing. And then if you fall on it, it actually gets wider, so it becomes a little bit more um, secure in the crack. But you know, um, if there, there's, let's say there's safe if. ways to play. <laughs> yeah, well, if you know when when you fall, no, yeah. it's, you're not always gonna fall, but. Um, but I had placed a cam, and this is why I don't trust cams nearly as much as stoppers. Shout and, out yeah. to the um, cam world. But, you know, I, I do. I will. St- I still whip on cams if I need to. That's um, so nuts. But, <laughs> but um, the only piece I've ever had blow was a cam, and so that turned what should have been about a 10-foot fall into about a 30-foot fall. Ooh, and that was, that was sphincter clenchingly terrifying because it was unexpected. Right. Um, but uh, the biggest fall I actually have taken was practicing at the silos. Okay. Um, out on the front, uh, we were playing the fall game, and so just getting uh, desensitized. Out on the to, front, like outside. Yeah. Like so the, on the mural, the really big, tall one that goes to the to the ceiling to the roof. Yeah. Uh, out on the out on the mural. So yeah, we were um, climbing up. You know, standing on the next bolt. So taking how, how high does the building go? A ninety feet. Ninety. So it's a ninety feet building. Yeah. This is why I love this place. It's it's, like, it's just like people talk about Oklahoma when they're not from Oklahoma, and then they're like, well, "I don't understand anything Oklahoma." And you're like, "Yo, we got a grain silo we yeah. repurposed to take fifty foot falls yeah, off that, for that was fun." About, it was about a forty five foot fall. I fell about half of the distance of the building, and I was like, oh, "Boing." <laughs> I mean, that was accounting for rope stretch and James jumping. So, pretty you know, soft. He was doing a very soft yeah. catch. So, but like from where I was standing to where I stopped falling, with you know stretch and him jump, I sucked him up to to the first bolt. The first bolt stopped him. <laughs> but this is this is his normal catches because he outweighs me. Whenever we do the fall game, that's normally where I stop. So like he got to experience that too. So nuts. <laughs> Uh, the I think the biggest one I've ever taken is like a twenty to twenty five foot. That's a giant uh, fall, dude. That's, that's <laughs> nothing to shake a stick at, man. Okay, that's cool. crazy. Well, that's the thing is when yeah. you don't know, you know, right? and then there's only like a few people, and everybody says the same. That was rowdy. <laughs> that was, that <laughs> like, was nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> but mine was uh, in the back by the uh, the bath bathrooms mm-hmm. back there on, and um, I was I went up there real high and. Uh, and then I pulled the rope up to the anchor. Uh-huh. And I, and then and, and I, people have been saying, hey, Austin, you need to take more whips. It's going to make you a better climber. Ooh. And that week is when I did that. And I went and did the lead class with so the So you take a girl. giant whip, yeah. just barely certified. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, like, well, I mean, like. The when I helped that girl out is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That was the same week. So like gotcha. I, I hadn't okay. done really other than the class with you, I hadn't done it. And so, but John was belaying me, and yeah. he, and, and he was John's like, good. Yeah. yeah, and he was like, all right, cool. And so I just pulled it up to that, and then kind of just yanked Whoa! back and hopped to just kind of toss the rope back and jump. It was and it was like one of those like. You, you have you enough have to time to, th- to th- yeah to regret like, your decision you, on your way down. You never think about like like how fast your brain can work really through emotions. Really, <laughs> like, really fast <laughs> like, on your way down. It's like, like hmm, I regret this decision. Yeah, it was I, like I whoa, 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 whoa. Did I turn off the iron? Yeah, <laughs> and then and then as soon as it pulls and you know that you're fine. Then, then that relief, the and opposite the feeling. Let's do it again. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was really high. That was exhausting by that time. <laughs> I don't like, go back like, up there. I'm that's good. really. I'm, like, I'm pretty spent, man. Um, but um, okay, uh, side turn. What's your favorite movie? The Man from Snowy River. What is that shit? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That has been my favorite movie since I was like five years old. It's a super old Australian foreign film, and it's based on a poem, um, but like essentially a coming of age story okay. uh, for a for a you know boy turning into a man. You know, not really a boy, I, but I can like relate. a man. Um, uh, but my favorite thing about this story is the female lead is such a fracking fryer cracker, and like her oh, dad's all oh. misogynistic. Like you're going to a to a ladies' college, and she's like. Nope, and like runs off, <laughs> and 
and like she keeps causing him all this trouble and at the very end you know the the guy and the girl obviously because it's a it's an old you know romance romance movie they, they get together and uh you know he's like i'll be you know i'll be back for those horses and for whatever else is mine you know in indicating jessica and and is uh her dad's like she's not for you and he said she can make up her own mind about that and I'm, this is a movie from like this from like the 80s and i'm like oh it's so empowering like it is her choice like yeah man and then like there's there's horseback riding scenes and oh you're taking my picture <laughs> and, <laughs> and like i just i just like to capture the <laughs> the moment when you're in like a really peak place like oh, that, that those always make for good good photos i love this uh, movie so much and all yak about like the the soundtrack is amazing and like it's 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 horses and that's like what i grew up with like absolutely i loved the loved horses you were a horse girl i was a horse girl i had my 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 boy i had i had a horse and he died a few years back and i'm sad Aww. about that but uh, but yeah like so there's this famous scene where like the uh, like these the, they're chasing a mob of horses through the Australian outback because there's a very special horse that has joined the, the wild mob and they've got to get it back. It's a big mob of people. And, like, the the, the Brumbies, uh, they jump off this edge of this cliff onto, like, a really steep incline and they're just running down because they know this area. And so the, all the men on horseback are, like, run up to the edge and they're like, nope, I'm not going to stop. But then this guy that, like, they blamed for setting the horse loose, and, like, the main protagonist, like, he's just, like, jumps over with his mountain horse, his little pony, and he cracks his whip, and I'm like, holy shit, I want to do that so bad! (laughs) So when I had my horse, there was a steep hill on the place where I kept him, and we just kept running down that hill, and I'm just like, ah! You know, it's, it's just full gallop. Just let's go! No, that is... (laughs) That's so funny, because, like, what... Like, an interesting, like... We could apparently we could talk for horses now <laughs> we could about, talk about horses. horses for what, hours what a, too. What a dark horse move! <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway, uh, that's yeah. I was unexpected, right? Yeah. So um, my buddy Alex, uh, he, one of my best friends since high school, we were in ROTC together. Nice. We 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 were buddies, but then when we found out neither one of us did our uh, junior year research paper, that's when we solidified that we were like, this is meant to be like because. Uh, that essentially that's the story. We we had all of this time to do a research paper and didn't do it, and we didn't do jack. Oh, and, procrastination! And so yeah, that's exactly. It could have been that. Could have, well, procrastination for me is more just like I'm not interested. Mm. You know, like and I'm, like if if somebody puts you know the 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 hot iron to me, then yeah, then I'm interested in self preservation. <laughs> right, and that's the, but like if. You, I know that whenever I'm hooked in a really good why, I'll work myself to death for you, you know? Yeah. And I had to learn that two years ago. Uh, <laughs> like the, the, like it, the procrastination, like there, there's ways around that. It, like you can, you know, figure it out. And it it's, doesn't have to be so terrible, just chipping away at things. But anyway, um, also you, another secret thing that, that uh, not super secret, but like that I thought was just a, champion thing that was it D D? I do i do i love dnd you love D and so like i haven't played in years like my group just kind of fizzled out but like i've got i still have all the stats from my old characters and i'm like anybody want to go like let's, let's well here's here's the thing i was thinking about that and i have other people in my life that would definitely be down to do D and i was thinking if it came to it we could do one I mean, this is pretty sweet, Lil. This would be an amazing well, place to do it. Uh, <laughs> right. And uh, and then, I mean, we could talk about the table situation and adding more, uh, changing up the table. But, again, this was another donation. This was part of an exhibit as well. Um, that, get rid of that. It I works. Can, I can get rid of that. Uh, yeah, I was pretty stoked about it. Like, it's just heavy, you know. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I had to take the. It, whatever dumb, okay. dumb conversation turn. so we'll keep that in mind because we could definitely do a and d episode oh man that'd be amazing uh we'll get you know like one boom mic <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then like talks. yeah we'll be fine there uh or actually uh we could hire somebody to just stand in the corner with the boom and then like as people it's going around they can hold the microphone <laughs> to the person's face grip. Like this is what you do, all right. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Have a pizza roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. 
So, Dean, well, tell me about your character out there. Um, so I've got, I've got. I'm humanizing you. No, I've, got, I've, got, I've got several. Um, my my absolute favorite though was a. Um, I played a, um, a dark elf, um, uh, rogue, um, ranger type character, and not just because I grew up, you know, reading Ella's, you know, Ari Salvatore, um, and so whatever, you know, whatever that means. But um, she had a like she was she was evil, absolute okay. absolute evil, and like you know kill you as soon as look at you and take your money. Um, awesome. But she had a she had a split personality, so I would at the beginning of every session I would give the the DM a D twenty and uh, just be like at your discretion, roll this and tell me if it's um, if it's uh, even or odd, and you know okay, and so every so often the DM would just roll this and be like it's even if it if it was even. I would switch personalities to like a big gay oh. bear. That's a, that's a super pacifist, like chaotic good. Always wake up You're and like everything. Oh, it was wonderful. Like that's happened. That happened into a battle. Like I had an arrow drawn at this person's face, and I'm like, "Oh, you're going down!" And then like all of a sudden, ah, I have boobs. Oh my goodness! <laughs> What's happening here? Let me help you up. You got some blood on your face, buddy. <laughs> How, I out of her. nowhere with the voices, what the deuce? Have you ever thought about coming out to the open mic, just checking checking out some comedy um, stuff? I love stand up comedy, but like no, no, I'm not talking about com- just an open <laughs> open mic. Oh there, no, I mean it, it, <laughs> no, no, no it, there's that. people stand stand do, trying. It's a stand. We'll call it a stand up comedy open mic, yeah. but but it's not necessarily always going to be funny. Uh, it's just oh. it's an intense, exciting thing. No, every, all the guys are funny. I'm just yeah. talking trash. They're they're. Just that's, saying um, things to hurt their feelings is what I'm doing. It's it's part of the it's part of the fun. Probably not anything I'd be terribly interested in. Well, the voice yeah. got me though, so like that <laughs> I was like, hold uh, on. I reserve that for D and D only. All right, all right. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Special voice. Um, that's rad. Okay, so you also um, you're you're a you're a coach for you the Sensei Sensei Climbing Coaching so, LLC. Sen- like, that's that's my s- coaching business. Yeah. So to send it, that just yeah. means like that was a thing that I learned in yeah. Colorado. I did not know what people. I never sent anything. Um, uh, sending, but, <laughs> yeah, sending sending is when you get you you know you do your problem, your route, uh, your project without falling. You uh, know. Yes, you sent it. You freaking send it. Or uh, cheating, like you can't grab draws. You can't you know get off route. You can't. Yeah, so grabbing yeah. a draw as you climb up the wall. There's these quick draws that are uh, on yeah. those bolted in things, and uh, you're not supposed to grab a hold of them. But people do, and they get hurt. <laughs> yeah, don't break yourself, guys. Yeah, people clip into the wrong things and unclip into the right things <laughs> and fall. <laughs> like... Or pull up a bunch of slack and let go. Yeah, that what an idiot move. Who does that? I don't know. That's crazy, man. <laughs> right on. Um, uh, right on. So uh, let's go over your uh, your con the contact. Let's say like people out there. What would you? Uh, Advice, right? I wrote I, I, in my notes. I wrote advice for the fat pieces of garbage oh, out there no. that believe that they can't do it. Um, um, everybody starts somewhere. Um, like when I when I first started, I was I started because I went through a bad breakup and I was terrified of heights, um, and I didn't want to be afraid anymore. And so now I've honestly developed an unhealthy non-fear of heights that's right (laughs) you know i still get sketched out because you know stupid ropes right it it can you can get really hurt doing this climbing is is a dangerous activity um but it's so freeing it is and for anybody that is interested um in breaking into the foray if they think that they can't and like oh i'll never be strong enough or like i don't have that kind of upper body strength like everybody starts somewhere, and a lot of the athletes that I work with can't do a single pull-up, but they still crush stuff, you know? And yeah. they're just, it's all about learning to move again on the wall. So we're used to walking with two feet and learning to move all four limbs again and and how to position your body weight, you know, to make your ascent a little bit easier and learning the skills and, like, I absolutely love working with people that have never climbed before because they don't that was, have any 
bad habits to unlearn. That, that was exactly what I was going to lead. I was yeah. like, okay, so what, what I'm hearing is you probably do a pretty good job working with those disgusting fat. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, no, no, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just driving a point home to like, so people understand like what a sweetheart you really are. Like, it's like, you know, you, you, other friends would be like, yeah, you fat piece of shit. No. Come on out here. I'll kick living daylights out of you. you know, and there's some people that are motivated that way. You yeah. know? There's some people that's the only way. I, like. I, I do have some people <laughs> that I've got to yell up the wall, and I've got some other people that you know really need a lot of encouragement. Everybody's different. Everybody right. is different. Not everybody in their mental state, but every 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 human body is different. And so every everyone needs their own path forward. And if I can help somebody achieve a goal – or learn something new um, about an area that I'm an expert in. Like I am here to help, and that like that is like my my favorite thing in the world to do is to help people get strong and not get broken. Right. So okay. So now, uh, if you're out there and 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 you're trying to get a hold of Rachel as your coach, she you will coach people. You coach you yes. coach people. I can I can coach people yeah. in person. Um, if you are interested in like training plans, um, then I do work for Climbstrong LLC. Um, I'm not even sure if they're, yeah, they're Climbstrong. What's um, the best way for someone, you're, mm-hmm. you're like Instagram. If, what do you think? Like, what's the best way for someone to get a hold of you? Um, through my email, uh, send say coach at gmail.com. Spell that out for him. S E N D S E I C O A C H at gmail.com. Awesome. All right. Sweet. Because. I was just thinking, like, the core class that you put on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, do you do both of those? Or? I do Tuesday, Thursday, and I do the lead class, but that's more, yeah, more niche. Yeah, and, but the the core class, it took me a while. Yeah, to, to be convinced to join us. <laughs> it took me join a while. one of us. Yeah, I, of us. I'm pretty sure that I told you to F yourself a lot <laughs> of times over the first, I don't know, couple months yeah, yeah I it th- was a while it, I was, think it was like six months of just like nah you suck like, <laughs> like, when really it's just like nah i'm still too insecure to even oh, man, go you, in there you crushed it yeah well, well and then i mean yeah it was so fun i mean and i never thought of myself as somebody who would go to a, a core class like <laughs> ever it's such a goofy thing to say <laughs> uh, but just for anybody out there who's like yeah now in that um you're I all... also do personal training, just generalized training right. one-on-one. Yeah. You had a uh, – you just I am, all I am sorts a CPT. Of... Yeah. 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 You, I, I hope you get okay. I hope you get over it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <like> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's a certified personal trainer. Oh, okay. For, got, just for general got, fitness. Got yeah. it. Oh, wait. It's – uh, so it's the one with the head injury. I get those mixed oh. up. C- CTE. <laughs> like, like, that's I'm, like, learning. Like, I'm learning things. So you're, you're a physical therapist. So you, uh, no, not a physical no, therapist. No. Personal trainer. Personal trainer. Yes. That's what I thought of PT. Anyway, personal trainer, mm-hmm. which is way more fun. You know, it, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm sure. Le- less specialized, I guess, but still right still, still working. Yeah, I, no, it's, it's that's, yeah. yeah. Um, that Now, I have a... You, all of these core classes that you've put on, you change it up so much. Well, uh, I mean, you gotta. If nobody wants to do the exact same workout all the time, I didn't even know that some of these were workouts, Rachel. Like, <laughs> it's it's a. I mean, if you, especially with group work, you know, you got to keep make people have a good time and if you if you make them laugh which i love it when you come to my core classes everybody gets way more of a workout because they're spending the whole time just hee-hawing i am legitimately trying to make them fall like like i'm trying like when a joke comes like I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can drop some people. Like, yeah. and like it, I get a weird sick power out of it. <laughs> like, it's no joke. Everybody um, loves it when you come to core class. Thank you. You're a good salesperson. <laughs> so, uh, now I have a question on sure. core class and and some core science because I've been uh, flipping around on TikTok and this is where that uh, warnings come in. Corgasm, real or fake? I've never heard of this. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it must be some BS, but there was like, it's like in the hearsay that like an intense enough core workout can push most of the time ladies over a certain edge. Uh, an intense enough, any kind of workout can do that for anybody. Awesome. Um, I, 
but that's a level of intensity that I don't generally recommend. Seems like that's a pre-death thing. (laughs) Pretty intense. (laughs) No joke. All right, that answered that. Sorry, (laughs) sorry if that was uncomfortable. I I was just like, let's just ask the professional here. I don't know if that's actually scientifically accurate or just personal experience. Ah. No, now we're awkward. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're here. We made it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that. Let's see. I'm gonna check check my notes. You got all sort. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. This is a riveting conversation. Yeah, shush. This is not your turn. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that um that covered. I should have saved that one for the beginning because uh, because uh, the only thing I ever being a woman. <laughs> How does that help you climb? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> no, but is there uh you seem like you hold your own really well with everybody. I mean, I don't see how that it's held you back in any way. Um, you hear a lot of trash from the world, so um Well, um I <laughs> It's an awkward it be, question. No, no, it's it's a fair question too because, you know, being female and in trying to break into the fitness industry, there is still even in this day, a lot of pushback. You know, there are there are some people that just don't want to be trained by women because they don't think that we know what we're talking about. Um, and so I feel, honestly, that I need to be, like, um, um, over and above um, just to prove that I do know what I'm doing. Um, and, you know, and even then there's going to be people that don't, you know, want to give me the time of day, and I'm okay. You know, that's fine. They, there are plenty of other completely yeah. qualified individuals out there. I don't, you know, they don't need to learn from me, and that's okay. Um, but they don't get to tell me that I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Because I have boundaries now, and I can be like, you don't get to hey, tell me congr- that. That's rude. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm learning so I noticed, much over like, these past few years. They're great. new. <laughs> <laughs> it is very new. It's, I used to just take the abuse and be like, no, you're right. I'm, I'll just go stand over right. there. But mm. like, no, now I can be like, Too okay, real. that's fine. You you can have your opinions, but you can't talk to me that way, and I'm just going to walk away. Right. And as you should, all right, um, that, shoot, I'm hungry. You hungry? A little bit, yeah. What? I could eat. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of the Riving Awesome Podcast. And like I said, if you're under the age of 30, you shouldn't have listened to any of that, all right? Get back to ruining your life. <laughs> You'll see on the other side. Anyway, no, the holes in the boat, remember that. And uh, dumber people have done more with less. Love you, goodbye.